0: وأقول في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزال وأقول قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على عبد الله ورسوله Nabiina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to another episode from this short course on the Muslim family brought to you by Al-Madrasatul I have a question uh, to begin this episode. And and if you've been following this short course all the way from the beginning, I hope inshallah you'll be able to answer this question. Do you think there's ever a case? where a man divorcing a woman could be something which is good for her. Can you think back to any evidence that we have mentioned or any narrations we had mentioned or ayat we had mentioned that might indicate or that might give us an answer to that? Have a think. So hopefully you had a little think about that. The one that came to mind is in the hadith of Umzar we mentioned the woman who she complained and she said she said that "In If I speak I'll be divorced and if I'm silent I'll be left hanging And we said that it's not allowed for a man to leave his wife stuck like that She's neither a wife nor is she a divorcee He doesn't let her get married to someone else And he doesn't treat her like a wife And the reason I started with that question is that in this episode, we're going to deal with issues relating to divorce. Now again, someone might say, Mohammed Tim, are you not here to tell us about how to have happy family, happy family life? Why are we talking about divorce? But the reality is that there are a couple of reasons why I want to talk about divorce. Number one, sometimes divorce can be the kindest thing. When the alternative to that divorce is oppression, misery sadness the woman being stuck without having a chance to be happy divorce is not haram in islam generally speaking it's not haram in a, in a in a general sense and therefore we shouldn't have that you know kind of thing that maybe some people have taken from the christians Whereby, you know, divorce is one of the great, one of the major sins, a kabira from the kabair. In reality, for some people, it's sometimes the kindest thing. But the other reason why I want to talk about divorce is I see that some of the biggest mistakes and the things which ruin not only marriages, but ruin children's lives and ruin entire families are not knowing the proper etiquettes of Divorce and therefore, a person when they're getting angry, they're going through marital issues and having issues of marital discord, and the end result is that they are doing un Islamic things as it relates to the divorce, and they're sometimes ruining the situation for themselves, for their spouses, for their children, and leaving them, you know, almost living a, a life of just misery because they turn away from the Sunnah in relation to the etiquettes of divorce. So even though you know I don't really want you know to kind of it's not I'm not here to inspire people to get divorced at all. In fact the opposite we're here to help people to have a, a happy and successful marriage. We do want people to understand their rulings and the etiquettes of it. So if it did ever happen to them, they know what to do and what not to do, And this gives the marriage a much greater chance of being saved than if they don't know what to do, in which case they find themselves in a situation where they have divorced their wife in such a way that they can't bring her back, they can't get back together again, their children's lives are ruined, their lives are ruined, and everything just breaks apart for the whole family. And that's not what Islam requires or what Islam advocates as it relates to divorce. So for that reason, I do believe it is important for everyone to understand the rulings of divorce and what to do and what not to do and what Islam allows and what Islam doesn't allow as it relates to divorce and inshallah ta'ala this won't be something that many of us have to go through I hope that uh, those of us who are married we remain in uh, happy and successful marriages but it's something we should be aware of so that we don't fall into errors with regard to it that might end up ruining uh, the long-term viability of that marriage. And we mentioned this also in the same hadith of Umzar when we talked about the woman who said "In antiq, if I speak, the man will divorce me. It's a rapid-fire divorce. Just divorce, 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 divorce. And that is such a dangerous thing because it can honestly lead to a man cutting all of his options off and being left with no choice but to leave a woman that he actually loves and is happy with but because he couldn't control his anger and he couldn't treat her the way she deserved to be treated he ended up causing a problem for himself and even for his children and even for his wider family as well so it's really important that we understand this situation and this topic even if it's not the nicest topic that we want to talk about but It has to be dealt with So there are times when divorce might be the kinder thing to do Definitely a man should not be leaving his wife Like she is just stuck Neither is she a wife Nor is she a divorcee that she can go and marry someone else Nor is she a wife that he treats her well So he kind of just leaves her stuck there Not allowing her to get on with her life And also not Treating her as a wife So in that case It might be a merciful thing to do But whether it's merciful Or whether it's something that Is supposed to be avoided But ultimately one way or the other It has to be done the way that Islam Legislated for it to be done That's what's really important So in terms of the language The word talaq It is to, uh, it is to remove Or to get yourself out of a contract. Um, so this is from the word originally from Al-Itlaq, which it can mean a Tarq, it can mean Al-Irsal, and it is to, as we said, to undo your obligation, to remove your obligation. That's what the word originally means. And as for in the religion of Islam, it is to undo the contract of marriage by pronouncing the word talaq or divorce, or similar words or similar things So it is to undo that contract It's a way of exiting that contract Now, when we're going to talk about the word talaq here and there are different ibarat, different words that ulama use but we're going to talk about talaq here and we're going to talk about what is in the hands of the husband We are going to also talk about Al-Khula' which is in the hands of a wife which is sometimes what some of the scholars call At-Talaq Bi-Iwad They call it divorce with in return for something or Al-Khula' We're going to talk about that separately inshaAllah Right now we're talking about a man who wants to get himself out of the marriage contract That's what we're going to talk about in this particular segment inshaAllah A man wants to get himself out of The marriage contract So in Surah Al-Baqarah Allah Azza wa Jal said فَإِنْ فَاءُ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ وَإِنْ عَزَمُ الطَلَاقَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ If they decide to come back together Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is غَفُورٌ Rahim, And if the decision is made to continue the talaq then Allah is sami'un alim. Allah is sami'un alim. And the hadith we mentioned of Abi Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن المرأة خرقت من ظلع لن تستقيم لك على طريقة فإن استمتعت بها استمتعت بها وبها عوج وإن ذهبت تقيمها كسرتها talaquha. So if you enjoy your life with her The woman she was created from the bent rib And it will never be straight for you If you enjoy your life with her You enjoy your life with her And there are, there, that bend is still there And if you try to straighten her out You will break her And breaking her is divorcing her Why do you think we brought this ayah And this hadith? The ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah وَإِنْ And the hadith here, the hadith of Abu Hurairah that, that divorce or breaking her is divorcing her Why do you think that we brought these two texts in the topic of divorce? What can we take from these two texts? Have a think about that, pause the video, have a think So inshaAllah ta'ala you pause the video, you had a think we brought these two to show that divorce without reason is something disliked to Allah Now there is a hadith which is reported, which is from Al Mustehir Al Alsinah. It's very commonly reported that halali ila Allah Ilallah talaq The most hated of the halal things to Allah is talaq This hadith is not authentic as a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. However, there is. Evidence for the principle within it. And that is that divorce is something disliked to Allah Azza wa Jal unless it has a valid reason for it. And we can take that from the ayah because Allah said, There is a degree of threat there. There is a degree of that Allah can see everything and knows everything. If you decide to divorce her, Allah can see you and Allah knows what you're doing. So there's a degree of threat and a degree of a warning over taking divorce to be something easy. And in this hadith of Abi Hurairah, the Prophet described divorce as breaking her. So even though divorce is something which Allah Jalla has made permissible for the man, it is something which if it is done without a reason and without a valid reason for it, it is something that is disliked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we can take that from this evidence that we have put forward here and sa'ban radiyallahu an narrated the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam said ayyuma ayyuma imra'ah sa'alat zawjaha talaqan fi ghayri ma ba's fa haram 'alayha ra'ihatul jannah whichever woman asks her husband for divorce without him having done anything wrong for against her It is forbidden for her to smell the scent of paradise. So again, this is another thing which tells us that even though divorce is something allowed for a husband to do, it is not something which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it's done without a valid reason uh, and without any any cause uh, for it. Another evidence that we can put forward for the same principle is a hadith from Jabir ibn Abdillah Rodi Allah, who an huma and a who call, caller of Sulullah, Inna Iblis a arshahu al alma thummaye ba'athu saraya. faādnāhum hum minhuman zilatan alvamu hum fitna. Yeji u ahadu hum feyakul, fa'al to kether wa kether. Feyakulu mason at Iblis. Sends out his armies or his soldiers to do his job And the ones that are closest to Iblis in position are the ones who cause the most trouble One of them comes and says I did this and that And Iblis says to him you haven't done anything They report back to Iblis and Iblis says you haven't done anything ثُمَّ يَجِيءُ أَحَدُهُمْ فَيَقُولُ مَا تَرَكْتُهُ حَتَّى فَرَّقْتُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ امْرَأَتِهِ Then another one comes and says I didn't leave that man until I broke up between him and between his wife قَالُ مِنْهُ وَيَقُولُ نِعْمَ أَنْتُ Iblis brings him near to him and says What an excellent job you have done, what an excellent job Shaitan you are what an excellent shaitan you are that you broke up between the husband and the wife. And again, if we're talking about the details of divorce, this is a strong evidence that divorce without a reason and without a need is something which is from the from the works of the shaitan and something which is pleasing to Iblis and is not pleasing to Allah Azza wa that if it's done without a need and without a reason. Despite that, it is not forbidden for a man to divorce his wife So we have to have a balance here We say it's permissible, it's in his hands But every time it's done without reason It's not something praiseworthy And it's not something beneficial So a person should take it seriously And shouldn't embark upon it quickly Because it is something that is being encouraged by the shaytan And not something which is encouraged by Allah Azza wa jal Unless there is a valid Islamic reason to do so Allah said in Surah At-Talaq, Ayah number 2 Allah جل, He said, and if they reach their appointed time, then either keep them in a good way or let them go in a good way. And let two people of Trust two trustworthy people among you, bear witness to this and let them establish the witness for Allah So here, this tells us a few things about the issue of divorce It tells us that divorce is in the hands of the man and it tells us that when the idda period of the divorce finishes then the man has either to bring his wife back in a good way and let her live with him as a wife or let her go in a good way and treat her well in both ways. It also tells us that it's recommended, although not obligatory, for there to be witnesses to the divorce and to him bringing his wife back in order for the matter to be clear um, and so that there isn't any confusion among them. So at this point, I would like just to talk about the Basic structure of divorce in Islam. So, a man divorces his wife. The first question is when does he divorce his wife? When is he allowed to divorce his wife? This is mentioned in a hadith of Ibn Mas'ud عنه, or an athar or a tafsir of Ibn Mas'ud. With regard to the statement of Allah Azza Wajalla, divorce them for their, you know, for the for their period. And he said about it في طُهُرٍ مِنْ غَيْرِ جِمَاع. It refers to divorcing them in a time of purity, when there have not been, when there has not been any intimacy between them. So this is the first thing that we're going to establish about the Islamic etiquette of divorce is that the only time a man is allowed to issue a talaq to issue a word of divorce to his wife is in a time of purity so she cannot be menstruating, if she's on her menses he should not be issuing any divorce at that time and that's from the softness and gentleness of Islam because first of all, at that time, maybe they're not as close to one another as they would otherwise be because of that intimacy not being there. Maybe she's also emotionally less uh, stable than she would otherwise be. She and there might be a reason for him to sometimes to get frustrated with her. So Islam didn't allow him to divorce her when she is on her menses, and Islam didn't allow him to divorce her in a time period where they have been intimate with one another So if intimacy has happened then the next time that he can divorce her is after she finishes her next menstrual cycle So to be clear, if they've been intimate they've been intimate with one another After they've been intimate with one another he has to wait until after her menstrual cycle finishes and then he can issue his divorce He can't issue the divorce during the time during the time period where they've been intimate with one another and he can't issue it when she's on her menses So she has to be out of her menses and there cannot have been any intimacy between them in that since the last menstrual period that means that typically how long would a man have to wait Before he can actually process this He can actually go through with this divorce Typically, on average He's going to have to wait probably a month or more Before he can even say the words of divorce And this shows us the misconception that so many people have That a man instantly can just divorce whenever he wants He can just say talak and that's it In reality, he can't just say talaq Usually, the couple will have been intimate That's normal part of marriage And so he'll have to wait until, first of all, she starts the menstrual period Then she finishes the menstrual period and they haven't been intimate once again Then he can issue the talaq So it's not an instant talaq, as many people think In many situations, he will have to wait That gives him time to think about things It gives him time for his emotions to go down, for his anger to go down, maybe for the things that will become rectified during even that time before the talaq is even issued. So now let's presume the talaq has been issued. The talaq has been issued. The talaq has been issued and in here we're not going to overly complicate things by talking about the woman that hasn't been intimate with her husband and The one who is uh, like he divorced her before the marriage contract or after the marriage contract and before they were alone together We're not going to go too much into that because mostly you were talking about families So we're talking about a situation where they've been together, they live together as husband and wife They have been intimate with one another, the marriage is broken down Now what does he do? So he's waited He waits, the menstrual period starts and finishes there's no intimacy happen between them after that. He issues the divorce. Now he has to wait for the idda. And the idda, like Allah said, لعدتهن, divorce them for the extent of their idda. The idda is three menstrual periods. So now he it took him already a month before he could issue the divorce. Not always a month, but. In many, in many cases, if not the average case, before he can even issue the talaq will take him maybe a month or a few weeks. Now he issues the talaq. One menstrual period goes. Two menstrual periods go three. If she doesn't have a menstrual periods, then it goes by mo- regular months, but most of them will have a re- regular menstrual period, So it's going to go one, two, three. In that three months, he lives with her as a wife, she stays with him in the house لا من ولا يخرجن She's not allowed to go and leave the house and say I'm going to go stay with my parents He's not allowed to kick her out of the house They live together as husband and wife for what is usually three full months There's none of this talaq, 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 talaq You know, multiple talaqs, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you, none of this stuff. Instead, one divorce, three menstrual periods, three months typically, he stays living with her in the same house as his wife. Then he has a choice. Either he decides in that three months to take her back or to let her go. Either he's going to He's going to take her back in a good way Like we said, we spoke about the ayah He's either going to take her back in a good way Or he's going to let her go in a good way So he's either going to keep her in a good way بمعروف, He's either going to let her go in a good way Or take her back in a good way He can take her back at any time in that Idda period And that's not in her hands Because she has a different means of getting out of the marriage She has a different process of getting out of the marriage His process of getting out of the marriage is He waits for a time period where they have not been intimate together She's not on her menses, there's been no intimacy He issues the talaq He then waits living together with her as his wife for three menstrual periods three months typically, they're living together, there's no second divorce, there's no divorce every month we've heard so many weird and wonderful ideas from people about what is supposed to be done some people say divorce every month, some people issue three in one go and lots of things Allah never sent down any authority for it, rather he waits, he waits and when the time comes فَأَمْسِكُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفِ He decides either to take her back Or he decides to let her go in a good, in the best way Either he decides to take her back At any time in that three months He says, I have brought you back Or he says instead That I've decided to let you go And that waits all the way till the end of the time Then he lets her go If he lets her go or he takes her back, what happens? So if he takes her back, one talaq is counted against him How long did it take for that one talaq to be counted? Probably between three months to four months in most cases Between three to four months it took for that one single talaq to be counted And he took her back He took her back So before the third menstrual period ended, he took her back He said, you come back, you're my wife again Now one single talaq is counted against him Just one single talaq Not three, not no go back, not marry another man, none of that stuff One single talaq, because he took her back What happens then if he lets her go? If he lets her go, if he lets her go, then she separates from him, she's divorced and they can remarry again with a new marriage contract if she gives permission, her welly gives permission, the husband is happy, she is happy, they come back together with a new marriage contract and it all starts again. That's if he lets her go. So what's this whole thing about three talaq and then he leaves her and she has to marry someone else what this means is when the entire process happens three times and he brings her back in those times, so here he issued the divorce during the three periods of idda, the three menstrual periods that makes up the idda. he brought her back, that's one then again he issued another divorce maybe a year later, two years later, three years later again he waited the three periods He brought her back, before it ended, he brought her back Then again, he issued a third divorce Now she is broken from him on a permanent basis And she can't marry him again unless she marries someone else And is intimate with them And then if he divorces her and then comes back again That's not the norm But sadly what's happened in talaq these days Is people have made the three times Permanent talaq, the normal way of behavior the first time they get in an argument with their wife So he issues three times divorce, Sends out. then they have all kinds of haram happening The woman is arranging her marriage to someone else And we ask Allah's safety for that for, for the brothers and sisters who, who even contemplate such a thing That they are even contemplating arranging a marriage for their wife with someone else because he's given a divorce three times And all this kind of innovations and evil as it relates to divorce The three times rule is that the divorce process happened three times So he divorced her in the Idda period, he brought her back He divorced her in the Idda period, he brought her back Now the third time he has only choice His only choice is either divorce her and let her go for good Or either bring her back and that's what is mentioned in the statement of Allah عز و جل, الطلاق مرتان الطلاق مرتان طلاق is twice فَإِمْسَاكُمْ بِمَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ bi ihsan. Either you hold her in good Or you let her go But once it gets to the third one Then that third one when the process has happened three times There's no going back after that uh, after that له, She's not allowed for him after that مِنْ بَعْدُ حَتَّى تَنْكِحَ زَوْجًا Until she marries a, a different husband And the meaning of تَنْكَح here is She's intimate and she has intimacy with another husband And then he divorces her And uh, maybe after a long time And then she goes back to the first husband that she had But that is extremely, extremely rare And it's certainly not something that could ever be Deliberately organized or arranged it's something that might in a rare number of cases happen that a woman got divorced three times permanently she left her husband, she got married again, maybe she had children, and then again she got divorced, and she decided to go back to the first husband and this is nadir it's very very rare that that happens, and as for this becoming like some kind of norm in divorce where the three times divorce, and then the man is looking for ways out, and the woman is looking for, or the woman is looking for ways out. Then this is not from the things which Allah has legislated. So we're still talking about the topic of divorce. That's all we have time for. We're going to come back to talk more about the divorce and also to talk about the khula in the next episode. And Allah عز wa knows best. وَالصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أجمعين. Assalamu alaikum. If you're enjoying these videos and you'd like to keep up to date with all of the courses we're going to be running, make sure you head over to amauathome.com.